We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. and co-founder Brian Goins. A week away from Pat Raleigh waking up from his slumber to make some moves. For the geezer to finally awaken to whale dance, to whale hunt. Uh, I read the chat and Tiff said she likes to dance. I do, so I say whale dance. Uh, on the right of the screen, host of Hangover Time, host of Light Skinned Opinions, you're a Heat Twitter president, Alf954. What's up, Alf? What's up, everybody? Pat, do something. I'm like the gift with the stick. The stick. <laughs> Honestly, at this point, we need content. We're severely lacking like, content because that Team USA basketball isn't giving us any. Alpha, listen, I'm... we're gonna get into the free agency stuff. Let's let's start real quick uh, with with uh, with Team USA because they lost to the French, which is just never a good look. You can't be losing to the French. Must you can't lose to Gobert, man. Yeah. Come on. That's they just, just they, embarrassing. They lost to Evan Fournier like it was a random Miami Heat Magic game. Yeah. Bro, that uh, I have I have not watched uh, more than five seconds. I got to keep recording the games, but then we keep losing, so I don't go back and watch them. Because like, why would I do that to myself? <laughs> like, come on. But um, smart. Movie. But like, what I have seen, man, it's just it's just it's uh you know like it, when you used to go to the court back in the day and there was like a team of five fundamental white boys, <laughs> and then there was like five dudes all ballers, I guess baller hoopers. Hoopers, five hoopers yeah, out yeah, there hoopers. um yeah, right. you know they all were dressed like they had the whole fit on like they all were in jays and headbands and they were ready somebody to has go. a shooting sleeve yeah yeah somebody has a shooting sleeve on the wrong arm and like those five fundamental white boys just wiped the floor with you know the super athletic hooping team that's what i um that's what i've watched whenever i've seen any highlights it's just like shot chucking iso ball like can't do anything past. Can't Rucker do anything Park, past. Like Siobhan said in the chat, uh, there's no reason to keep and you can pull the ball off the rim and the USA decided to not bring in any size. Like, <laughs> like none. You're allowed to 
Bam out underneath the basket. Like Hassan Whiteside should be a gold medalist. Was right Christian now. Wood busy? Did he be like, nah, man, I have like other plans? Bro, like I, I, it's you know, it's summertime. I got vacation. It's wild. I don't know that that that's some that's some wild ass roster construction. I just got to say that. Did he but. see the bed situation and be like, nah, man, I, I don't, no thanks. I don't know, and like, and then like KD's out there like just missing shit. Like, did he just not have anything to do? Like, most guys that of his ilk don't play. It's like he's like carrying the Carmelo Anthony uh, flag, like going forward. Like most guys of his ilk, like do a couple couple uh, Olympics and then bow out. Like he's still going strong, and like, come on, he's embarrassing. So. I mean, you know, Dude, like- how do you go? Go ahead, Ryan. This is how do you go from like kicking ass in that Bucks series from almost like winning a game-winning shot, making like every single clutch three to not be able to make a wide-open three. That's not even like an NBA regulation three. It's literally like two inches or three inches shorter. I have a theory. Go ahead. That, that ball is fucking them up. I think it's the foul calling, but the ball can't help. <laughs> it's, it's really the foul calling. I, I, they just... They don't want to drive because, first of all, they don't want to get hurt because it's it's fucking Olympics. Like, nobody wants to get hurt in the Olympics. And they're not calling any fouls, so they're just chucking shots all day long, and they're missing. And it's and you see what's happening. Like, they have con- they have bags to secure. Nobody's out here trying to get hurt. We're trying to have fun in Tokyo. Yeah, nobody's trying theory. to get undercut by fucking Evan Fournier, you know, and miss half a season. Did you see like, Dave's comments? He's like, man, these, these European guys are different out here. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they play. Like, man, this guy sucks. That sounds like some. That sounds like some sore loser shit. They play harder for their own country. Yeah. Like, like that sounded. You know, Dame Dame came with me on that one. But. I have another theory. I feel like the reason why they don't want to play good is because they want to get out of Japan as quick as possible. <laughs> like, I feel like they might just lose all their games because have you seen the athletics village in the in the beds that the sleep? Yeah, they're yeah. like cardboard beds. That's why Kevin Love asked for out. He saw the writing on the wall and be like, man, you know what? Like, I'm not going to give any minutes anyway, so why am I going to be here? But and according to Hot Take Harry, it's all Coach Pop. So it's Coach Pop. I, yeah. I mean, like it's, it's, it's always I love. He's the one. He's the one missing wide open threes to close out the French. He did Holy pick the shit. team though. He did. He did pick Zach Levine over like a tall person. Yeah. Like Jay saying is like John Collins. Fuck it, Bismack would get twenty and ten. Hell yeah, dude. Get a. Get some size, get some rebounding, some length, some long arms. I'm telling you, Hassan Whiteside would Olympian. dominate the Olympics right now. Yeah. So that's that's our uh, that's our team USA update. Uh we so really what I wanted to talk about today, Alf, and I, I think that you and me are kind of aligned on how like unreasonable people are being about signing like a quality point guard. It's like everything is too much for them, right? It's like, oh, I'm not like like it's their it's their money, right? Like that because <laughs> I want people to understand something about the the way that the heat salary cap is positioned they can offer about like 27 or 28 million dollars to lowry if they renounce a bunch of guys and they lose duncan and all that right so like they can get the cap space but that's not what they're going to do because they want to keep duncan and they want to they want to have access to their full mid-level exception and the only way that you can have access to that is by being by entering free agency as an over-the-cap team so if you opt into Dragic and into Andre Iguodala with the sign and trade them. Now you have the op now because you enter the offseason as an over the cap team, quote unquote, you have access to this 9.5 or, or almost $10 million exception that you wouldn't have if you entered the offseason without it. So let's say they say, you know what, we're going to operate as a cap space team. That means you enter free agency and you get what's called the room exception, which is like a four point something million dollar uh, 
except it's a much smaller mid-level exception, even lower. Mo, Mo Harkless type, Mo Harkless type yeah, money. Bargain bin type shit, right? It's like almost yeah. like the same as a biannual. So if you're the Heat, you're like, well, let's say we keep Duncan, right? Because we want to keep him. So we have about $24 million in cap space-ish, right? Okay, let's say you sign a guy like Lonzo for 20. Now you're left with $3 million because you can't sign guys over the cap in room. So your spending power is really limited because now your your exceptions are smaller and you got a lesser guy. So if you pay Lowry the bag, you get to get over the cap. Now you trigger your mid-level exception. You have a biannual exception that you did not use last year. And you can also re-sign your guys and you can stay just enough under the hard cap because the sign and trade will trigger the hard cap and the full mid-level and the biannual exception will trigger the hard cap. So. You can do all this. It's just, does Mickey want to pay the tax? Now, Alf, all these dudes caping for Mickey's, you know, cruise money, that's what's a little <laughs> weird to me. Yeah, I just, I don't, first of all, I mean, beyond all that stuff you said, because I checked out like halfway through, um, I, I'm, I'm sure teaching, it was a teaching moment. <laughs> I'm sure it was a thorough explanation and it made a lot of sense. Like, I just don't think people understand how much an elite or a good above average point guard costs. Like, People are so worried about the fact, okay, you got to pay Kyle $9 million, like Lonzo Ball is worth $20 million, or this person. Like, a quality point guard is going to cost you $20 million and up. Or you're going to get Eric Blake. Like, I mean, come on. Like, we have to be honest about how much a good point guard costs in today's NBA. And if that's what it's going to cost, that's what you, that's what you have to pay. That's what the market Demands and or we run back with play play point guards as I say all the time on hangover time. Like I am done with these experimental point guards. Like stop giving me guys and saying he can play point. No, give me a point guard that can play point and let Proven. the rest of these motherfuckers. Proven. Yeah, like let Kendrick Nunn go be a scorer. Tyler Hero be a scorer. Going back to Josh Richardson, Tyler Johnson. Like I am so sick of not having a real point guard. And Dragic, he was. I mean, we all know where Dragic is right now. I mean, it, we can't rely on him to be healthy for a full season. And he's also never been a true, true point guard. Like, they have to, whatever it costs, whatever it takes, they have to find themselves a true point guard that can get downhill and create for others. And, you know, everything, to me, everything else is secondary because we can get, go out and get a John Collins and do this and do that. But if none is your point guard, Starting the starting next season, you have failed. So I I want to get to Brian's take on this because I know Brian's really well versed in like how all this works. But a couple of people in chat said a couple of things I want to uh, say. So um, somebody asked why would uh why would the Raptors want to take on Andre or, or or Dragic? I mean, obviously you'd give them something like whether it be Precious or you know you let them get a massive expiring contract that you can move for something later. I mean, the expiring contract has a value, right? Andre is a guy who that you know you can move right? Dragic is a guy you can move. Somebody will, those are contracts people will take. They're about to expire and you can get like a young asset, whether it's Casey Alcala, whether it's precious, whatever the figure is. So that's why. And if Kyle wants to be here, the Raptors are like, well, we can lose him for nothing or we can get a young asset and an expiring contract. So like that's, that is something. In the, and Masai's not out here losing dudes for nothing. Then Chum Bucket asks, gee, we get it. What if Flowery regresses a lot over the next year and we get bounced in two rounds and now we're stuck with the 36 year old wash point guards with two years for 60 left. We just saw Eric Bledsoe get moved twice. We saw Russell Westbrook get moved twice. 
can we stop? Can we stop this with? Oh, how we will never be able to get off of his contract. The Heat have proven that they are better at getting rid of bad contracts than they are at finding good point guards. Right. So if they have a chance to get a good point guard, and listen, whether it be Lowry, whether it be uh, Lonzo, whoever it is, right. I've been big on the Lowry train, but if it's not Lowry, it just needs to be, they need a point guard, plain and simple. Don't, but the idea that you will not be able to move Lowry in a year or two because he's making 30 million. We said that about Chris Paul, like you said. We said it about Russell Westbrook. Twice. We said it about John Wall. What about Steven Adams? Steven Adams, like we keep doing this. Every contract in the NBA is tradable. Joe Johnson like, was tradable. Do you remember when people were mad because we were going to give Andre Iguodala 17 million? Yep. That now that is one of our most valuable assets right now. Like, shut up with oh, how would we ever move? Now we redacted have redacted got you Ariza. A redacted got you a, a a starting power forward that you would not have had. You could talk. You shit traded about no him. heartless. You traded Avery Brad. Like, at no contract is untradeable. Chum- like, Chum- we need to stop this. Tumbuck, it's like they had to attack the the set the tenth pick to move Bledsoe. I mean, they moved down in the draft. It's not like they gave the tenth pick and nothing else. So they gave the 10th pick in a draft that is very notoriously top five and everybody else sucks, right? So it's not like they gave up a fucking 10th pick in a stacked draft, right? They gave up the 10th pick in a draft that everybody is like, eh, outside of the top four, maybe five guys, right, Brian? Like, it's not like they gave up this. It's supposed to be a, a deeper draft, but I don't think, uh, in terms of start quality, this draft is, doesn't have start quality. There's like three guys, like the top three are like the guys that, you know, people are expecting to be like, you know, for sure, like, like decent starters. Um, I think maybe two of them probably would be all stars. I don't know about Jalen Green as much, to be honest. I feel like he's a good scorer, but he doesn't really show me much else. He hates the guy. Um, he's supposed to be the guy that might be taking number two um, for Houston. But to, to me, I think the two guys that people are always talking about in this draft is like, you know, the first sure prospects is Kate Cunningham, supposed to be a like six eight point guard that actually can shoot. So, like, basically opposite of Ben Simmons. And then, um, there's also, <laughs> and then there's also the Mobley guy who's the center that basically I heard today, um, just reading on like timeline, um, scouting news, someone mentioned him that he has the potential to have defensive all-star potential as Chris Bosch with the offensive, no opposite defensive potential of Anthony Davis with the offensive potential yeah, of Chris Bosch, which well, if Carl that's the White? case, why isn't he going number yeah, one overall? That, that's what Carl That's White. some hyperbole. <laughs> yeah, so. But gee, I have a question for you. Okay. Let's say if. Uh, for some reason, uh, Kyle takes thirty-five million from New Orleans or thirty-two million from New Orleans, whatever. If he takes the New Orleans, New Orleans money, what would be your next move as far as the Heat's concerned? Well, I would because if they, if they take if they take if Lowry takes that money, that means Lonzo is free. Yeah, I, I would go after would Lonzo La- or Conley. I mean, I I, I think Conley's probably going to stay put. I mean, but Alf, I think that people don't understand. It's like when you go shopping for something nice, you're going to overpay, right? So yeah, you're all like free agency. You're always going, you're never, when you get a good player, you're never going to get a guy at value. That's those days are over. Free agency is not a value game. You do that when you're close or when you're like the Hawks and you just have like a shit ton of cap space. The heat are like, we're kind of close, right? So I'm okay with overpaying a guy like Lonzo. I'm okay if you overpay a guy like Mike Conley as a plan B. Um, again, contract. Would that be like plan C at this point? I think I'd prefer Conley over Lonzo, but I just think Conley is a little better. But 
if yeah, I mean Lonzo and Conley are like the you know two A and two B for me. Like, and you can make those work probably a little cheaper. Um, so something also to note. So a Kyle three year deal, a two year deal for Kyle is like really nice because the second year would end when Jimmy's contract ends, and then Jimmy's obviously going to get an extension from the Heat. So that third year would be the first year of Jimmy's extension. Brian, could they possibly do something like these these contracts like Harrison Barnes and and Kevin Loves or whatever that they kind of decrease? So maybe they can give in a sign and trade, give Lowry a beer number now, and then you hit like decreases or whatever. Or I mean, I know it's not that common, but so that when it's the big I mean, bam yeah. year and yeah. the Jimmy extension year, you have a little bit more wiggle room and you won't have to pay Ryan Anderson's stretch <laughs> provision. So um, are you talking about just Jimmy's contract or both Jimmy and Kyle? I'm just Kyle talking Lowry? about like structuring Kyle's deal in a way that you can, ha- like oh, yeah. that you can do that, right? Yeah, no. Uh, I mean, you could you could basically, if you're going to do a sign trade with him, which is basically the only way you can get him, uh, you just free agent. Miami doesn't have the access you can give is of his raises every year. Um, if you do a sign and trade, you have to do minimum of three years. That uh, does not include any options to his contract. Now, the only the first year is the only year that has to be guaranteed salary, hundred percent. Then you can actually like do a partial guarantee if you really want to in his later years. But just for this example, say Kyle Lowry wants to get $30 million. You don't have to start off his initial salary at $30 million. If, if the Heat really wanted to, and they want to kind of, you know, open up some more space under the hard cap to maybe, you know, retain Duncan Robinson or go after another guy like, you know, who, who knows, Brandon Ingram, might, who might, we might talk about later. I think um, I have numbers out. So if you want to sign him at a three-year starting salary, which is $30 million a year, so three, three, uh, three years, $90 million, which is what was reported today by Barry Jackson and, um, and Clutch Adam. Yeah, I think Adam had that a week ago. Too. Um, <laughs> so his, his, his starting salary is $28.5 million. Yeah, they always have. They, they were like yeah. his way starting salary. Go, Brian. Yeah, his starting salary is $28.5 million if you, if you want to start, start him at a lower number. Now, if you want to start him at a higher number, then obviously it beats more that you're up front, but obviously later on his years, it's 5% less each, each year. So you're talking like 31.4 on the third on the first year rather than the third year and just working that way back down to 28.5. And Andy's good with that. I think Andy's pretty famous for yeah. enabling with bonuses. And, shit. and Yeah, and that's another thing that I mentioned too on my Twitter timeline yesterday is like, the Heat could still give him thirty million, and and also helps that they're not like they don't have to pay income tax because I don't even does we have to look that up. But I feel like New Orleans has an income tax yeah, that Miami do. does not. Miami and Texas. So that thirty swamps. million is not the same as a thirty million here. Alf, you lived in two swamps. I did. Yeah, I lived in Louisiana. <laughs> they do have an income but, tax, and I did not know they have a state income tax. I didn't know what that shit was the first time I got my paycheck. I was like, "What the fuck is with this?" The rest of it. I was like, "It's some bullshit." But uh, and I mean, just in terms of like Lowry, like they could still like put in, and that's this is what um, I was reading yesterday. This is exactly what the net in order to bring in both Kyrie Irving and Durant, all be able to keep um, DeAndre Jordan. Was they gave them unlikely bonuses that basically they have to meet a certain criteria. I think Kyrie's was he has to play sixty games while hitting a certain percent on his free throws. Some bullshit thing that. Really makes no sense that they, that they can get away with it, but they can categorize it as unlikely because 
especially in Kyle's case, like he didn't play all the games last year. So I would tie, it actually helps me. I would tie Kyle Lowry's to body fat percentage. <laughs> like a BMI. <laughs> they yeah. could do that. Look, he did that with James Johnson. Yeah, there's no there's no way he would meet that. So Listen, no, that, he's better. They could circum they could circumvent the cap <laughs> by <laughs> I love the story. I don't remember if it was Lebetard or if, if he's close. If he's close, they just bring pastelitos into the, <laughs> in the locker room. Just croquetitas, shit. Yeah, twelve salty donut. Um, I, I, bro, I don't, I don't remember if it was Lebetard or if it was Ethan or who, who said this. But when Dwayne got traded back to the Heat from Cleveland, uh, Riley called him and said, "You've eaten your last pancakes." <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I, that, I, that's the only thing I, I'm like. I'm, I'm worried about Kyle here. If he doesn't, uh, if is he going to be able to pass those conditioning tests? Oh, keep him away from the la ventanita. Keep him away from from all the Cuban pastries. Keep him, keep him away. It's a good food. We're, we're gonna have to like uh, put him somewhere in like Margate. He's got a lot to live in Miami because, like, if he lives in Miami, he's gaining fifty. Keep his ass in Miramar, but, like. Would have been like Tamarack. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's no, there's no foodie. No foodies go to Tamarack to you know to eat at Coral five Springs. Bags. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Oh, chill, I'm sorry. Bro. Oh, I'm chill. sorry. Coral Springs finest over here. Chill. You and Come Rohan. On. That's home base. <laughs> ah right, man, um, they. Boy, <laughs> fat shame the fuck out of them all season. We fat shame Dwayne yeah. Wade. I mean, if we fat shame Dwayne Wade, we'll do it to anybody. If we did it to Dwayne, no one's safe. Shmita Shmolik has a really good uh, point. If he's talking about Kyle here. What about Kyle in New Orleans? A lot of gumbo. A lot of holy uh, shit. Like honestly, he's gonna be a beignet's coma. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he'll end up being fatter than fucking Zion. <laughs> that's, that's true. We gotta get Zion out of there. We gotta send Zion to like somewhere where he can have like kale smoothies. Like in the air. Like what are they? Well, like a lot of hearty food. In I feel like they have a lot of cheese over there. I feel like the Midwest just has a lot of dairy. Probably not good. Yeah. Food. Probably not at all. Yeah, Black no. people are lactose intolerant. So. Yes. Um, dairy sucks, man. So, fuck dairy. I guess. So, so we. I guess we're all like in agreement. Lowry and then Lonzo. Well, you think Conley over Lonzo? I mean, I, but, I'd, I'd be happy either. But I. Think, I though, right. Yeah. No, yeah I mean, none of you guys even mentioned Chris Paul, which seems more of a possibility no, than I happening. thought was. You don't think? He, yeah, I, I don't think he's leaving. Either. I don't think he's gonna leave. But I think he's gonna try to see how much he can get paid. And obviously, if Phoenix isn't willing to pay him, if then the that Knicks are becomes smart, a possibility. If the Knicks are smart, they throw the fucking bag at him. They treat him like a goddamn king. And they, I forgot who somebody has said this in the past. That like the Knicks. This is when like the Knicks were like bad and nobody wanted CP3. Like they should bring CP in, pay him the bag, treat him like a fucking king because everybody respects him and he has pull. And uh, but they're stupid and they're not going to do that. But do people want to play with Chris Paul? That's I think so. He's a. I mean, I think certain kind of guy. His generation, his generation of guys is, is gone. It's like the Dwayne Wade's, the Carmelos, LeBron's got his own team. I don't think the younger, you know, like the young. I mean, I, I guess Devin Booker's is, has gotten something out of playing. Devin with has him. a little Kobe in him. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I don't think a lot of young guys want to play with Chris Paul. I mean, I could be wrong. You know, like, I don't I think Carl Anthony what? Towns wants to play with Chris Paul. Yeah. No. But like Jimmy, what's yeah? What's Jimmy's relationship with Chris? Because I'm not even sure if they have. If, I know he has a relationship with Kyle, but does he have a relationship with Chris at all? No clue. I mean, but I like, mean the Dwayne Dwayne's kind of the like Dwayne a conduit. Connection. Yeah, 
Dwayne's also the Mike Conley conduit. But so I guess the thing with oh yeah, he kind of is <laughs> yeah. making a trade. Could with you Dwayne. imagine That's... if he starts doing the dance? Remember when uh when when the the fucking Trump white Dan guy Gage. Celtic guy uh, no, Danny Dan Ainge and uh, McHale. Kevin McHale, they were just funneling shit. Yeah, that this could be Dwayne's moment, dude. Yeah, we're just gonna have all the Jazz's best players. Oh. Donovan Mitchell for uh for Tyler Hero soon come. Oh, oh um, they'd love Tyler Hero over there. But I honestly, I think we all agree that they're going to get a point guard. Like that has to be number one. But I and I, but the, the next thing is a point guard is not enough. Like you add Lowry to this team, and let's say you do keep Duncan. And, you know, Ariza's back at the four. Like, you are not markedly better than you were. You're better than you were last year. But, I mean, what are you, a second round? Uh, I mean, it's a second seal. What are the other moves that they can make? Like, it, it, when, it, when you're talking about signing trades and, and opting into Iggy and Brogic, what, you know, what, what does that allow them to do? Does that allow them to do the second of trade? Like, and the Lowry trade. That's I guess that's where my question is. Like, I don't know if if you give Lowry the bag, are you still able to do the Sexton and Love moves? Are you still able? Are you still able to sign and trade Duncan for Brandon Ingram or something like that? Like, what what are your limitations at that point? Uh, I can answer part of that. I don't know about Kevin Love in particular because I need to pull up his contract, but I was looking at Brandon Ingram. Uh, Brandon Ingram does make. 30, let me see. That becomes one million. It becomes a little hard, um, but it's not impossible. It basically would mean the you would have to probably get rid of Duncan. But it, that would be the sign and trade. Because move. you have to stay on, and the only the only limit that the he have really is just trying to stay under the hard cap, which is 143 million, which is six million above the luxury tax. Um, so that's where it becomes tough if Miami wants to try to keep some of their own free agents. Like, Otherwise, like you're filling the rest of the team. Right? Yeah, otherwise, you're filling the rest of the team with exceptions. And, and, and I'm fine with that. The mid-level <laughs> and then the vet men. I, I'm honestly, I'm fine. Like, if they are able, so if they're able to get, like, a Lowry, a Sexton, and a Love, or a Lowry, um, I don't know, So somebody in Brandon Ingram. Did if, you see the Woj report? Which one? That uh, a thousand. people are sniffing around Harrison Barnes. And he makes twenty. Oh, here you go. But he makes twenty, so that that number's easier. And if you can figure something out for Tyler over there or Precious over there, so if like you send Tyler for Kyle, and if you send Precious, because I think that probably Precious is a little more attractive to um to Sacramento than Tyler, just because more of a position you need. So if they can work something out where they send Precious there, and then whatever, if Tyler's the asset to go for Kyle, so be it. And you bring back Barnes, you get out of Kyle. Uh, you get out of Tyler, and now you can start Jimmy, Kyle, Duncan, Bam, and Barnes. I'm feeling pretty good about that, and I saw people like poo pooing that shit on the timeline, and I'm like, you got any better options? I I don't like that at all. Like if you Ty- like Tyler that? Hero's your Tyler Hero's your best asset. Like if you're giving up Tyler Hero and For you're, Barnes, what you're what, yeah, you're getting back Harrison Barnes. I, like I, I think I, you I, lost. No, I think that's. I think you you wasted your best asset to me. What do you in think? My, you, in you my think opinion. you can get better. I'm a, like if you if hero for somehow can work, that's what I would do. But like you don't like, have a, I would. Tyler, this is Tyler is not going to trade Tyler hero for fucking Harrison. No, but I, I mean it would be. <laughs> Please God no. I would do it, man. Somebody clip. Somebody clip. Uh, G saying he trade Tyler hero for Harrison Barnes. 
Because that's going to go in your good, Hall of man. Fame of that. He, he's, he's good, but your best asset, you're trading for a guy you don't even know how – I mean, is he a, is, is he a four? Like, is he a, is he a yeah, legit a four. four? Yeah. Legit. Next to Bam. Yeah, that's the problem. Like, you, need, you need size and strength next to Bam. He, he's a legit four. He's a four, but – to me, I would say I would rather you do seven rebounds do a hero, last season a game playing the four. Uh, that's that's good. If you could do a hero for Sexton type deal, and if you had to bring back Love, I don't know how all that works. And if you had a mid level exception for a Morris twin type player who could play the four, I would much rather that than than uh, than Harris than than losing hero for Harrison Barnes. That's fair. I'd rather just wait out for Kevin Love to get bought out, to be honest. I'm not trying to pay him $30 million. Just I don't to want sit Kevin Love. Up. I don't want Kevin yeah, Love. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> nah, he looks washed. Well, that's the thing. He like, looks like But, he but looks the thing bad. is, like, you say that you, you don't want Kevin Love, but once you get his contract on your team and you're already paying $30 million for Kyle Lowry, the rest of your team is going to be fucking Dwayne Dedmonds. That's fine. That's the mechanic, baby. Listen. Yeah, we, but if, we, once Kevin Love is out for half the season with some random wrist injury, you're gonna be wondering why you can't play, you know, more than like four or five guys in your game because the rest of the guys stuck. But we talk about this shit all the time, and we, we trash it. Yeah, exactly. We trash these teams for making these big moves. Oh, yeah. where's it? We ask, where's the Bucks depth? We ask, where's the Nets depth? Fuck depth. The Bucks lost you know one what? of their few rotation players, and they still won the title. Dante's. They, we didn't see no Dante. He was gone. Dog, you know how much Pat Connaughton they were playing? Pat Connaughton didn't even want to be out there. <laughs> Who gives a fuck about depth when you when, if you you can be top heavy and win the East? And then once you get first of all, once you get to the playoffs, you play seven guys. So if five of those seven guys are top notch, and you have a Deadman and a Reza coming off the bench, and you could salvage a fucking spruce. I don't know what you Solomon do. Hill in the finals, bro. Come on, come on, man. Like, like fuck depth. I don't care about depth. I need good players at the top of my team. I think team. depth is good for the regular season that you can. But that's Kevin Love is not a good player right now, especially at his salary. I I'm feel not, like that's the I thing. Don't like, want Kevin yeah, Love. it's I don't cool, want, but I, don't, I want Kevin Love because I wouldn't want to do. The only reason I want Kevin Love is taking Kevin Love might get you sexted. Yeah, like it's not about getting Kevin Love. Like that's what I'm saying. I want like a Morris twin level type player with a mid level exception. You can throw Love in the starting lineup to make him happy for a few weeks. He, he he falls and breaks his ass, and then you put you know you put your mid level exception guy at the four, and then Kevin Love works his way back he over plays, the next yeah. three years. He plays center with Bam uh, load management. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I, I don't, I, I love is not love isn't the 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 goal here. Sex is the goal. Love and sex, baby. Love and sex, sex before love. Sex before like love, love. is. You take love so you can get the set. Hey, everybody. Before we get into today's pod, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about Blue Wire Hustle, a brand new program where you can host your very own podcast here on Blue Wire. Hustle was created to give everyone the opportunity to take your podcast to the next level. Or if you wanted to host a podcast and just don't know where to start, Hustle is the perfect place for you. As part of the program, you'll receive cover art, Q&As with Blue Wire's top podcasters, access to our community discord, and e-learning course filled with tips and tricks on top of that we'll get your show published to apple spotify google stitcher and other listening platforms and the best part is that you can get this all for 15 dollars a month that's the same rate that any other hosting site would just charge you for the initial setup so whether you're starting from scratch or have an existing show that you want to grow hustle is an open door to your sports experience acceptance to the program is limited so get your application in today to apply go to bwhustle.com join 
Check out the description box for this episode to find out more. That's bwhustle.com slash join. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Um, I feel pretty confident that the Heat are not going to make a trade for Kevin Love. I, I don't. Damn it. I don't. I don't. I don't think that's a hot take. Um, uh, Ravi Eight says Jermichael Green is a Morris twin like player. Bring him in. Yes, Ravi. That is the kind of guy because he turned out seven million, right? Yeah. If yeah. you can give him ten million of your mid level exception, is that not a guy that you could play next to Bam? Would you take Bobby Portis? Shut your fucking eyes. mouth! You shut your fucking mouth! My guy doesn't blink, dude. My guy doesn't blink. They they made him a, they made him a mayor of freaking Milwaukee. He's never leave him. You saw leave him there. He's there. He's He's there. uh, He's found his home. He's there. Deshaun Stevenson. He is Wisconsin. He's there like Mario Chalmers. (laughs) He is Wisconsin. Bro, no. Take your name out. But would you get? Would you give to Michael Green a ten million dollar MLE? But you don't have to. I wouldn't give him. You can break it up. Full mid level. You can break up the mid level. But if he if he turned out seven million, you got to give him something. I mean, you give him years. Yeah. I wouldn't give him like nine million per year. I, to me, I feel like you give him six, and then you can use a the three overpriced. for like a not um, or yeah. some shit. Somebody that's like kind of washed. You roll the dice on, and then you still have the, the biannual exception. The- rather give Jermichael the full MLE or Rudy Gay half the MLE. Oh, Rudy for sure. I'd rather give Rudy half. Is Rudy sure. starting at the four for you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Rudy started for San Antonio, and they were you know, obviously like a good team and in contention on the West. I think that we're so like they just the issue with the power forward spot this year was it was either Olenek who has like Olenek's just kind of small, and they the over switching right. So like Olenek or the toothpick that is Trevor Ariza. If you get a guy who's kind of strong at the four, Bam's a good rebounder, and if they get a guy who can defend the point of attack. They won't have to overswitch, so like their rebounding yes. won't get compromised. So Lonzo or Lowry, both of those guys, and Conley, all three of those guys fix the point of attack. So it, it cuts down the switching there. And then you need a four next to Bam that's willing to shoot, can shoot, and is strong enough to defend other fours. So Bam doesn't just, I mean, Bam's not running around trying to defend the strongest guy on the team every single night. That's why Dave Crowder works so well. Uh, until he couldn't shoot anymore in the finals. But if you have that, that, so everyone thought like Ariza was this reasonable facsimile of Jay Crowder. He is not. It, it's, it's, Jay Crowder was malnourished. That's Trevor Ariza, right? <laughs> like he was not big enough, not strong enough. So it, that's why I say a Morris twin level tie. That's why I like Jermichael Green. Somebody, um, 
somebody in the chat asked about Daniel Tice. No. Although How about if for half an ML, half he ML would have to be a center off the bench. He's, he couldn't play next center. to Bam. It's like the same thing that they were trying yeah, to no, do. He can't yeah. shoot either, so like I mean, that, he could shoot know. better than yeah. he could shoot better than Deadman. I mean, Precious could shoot better than him. Can he? See that stroke to Nigeria? Is shoot Steven it, Adams staying, so, yeah, is Steven Adams good. staying uh, in Memphis? Yeah, they're, they're considering. And I, I wouldn't want the contract. I would uh, I wouldn't probably. want the contract either. Those open gym threes, man. Valanciunas would have been interesting um, here. Man, you can't. You need a shooting power forward or center next to Bam. You can't. You can't roll out a bruiser. Yeah, I'll probably a four is more preferred. I think Dan's natural position is a Morris twin. Okay, hear me out. Morris twin. Any of them. One of the other things that compromised your rebounding was their offense was so bad that they like really tried to leak out in transition sometimes, which means that you have fewer guys clashing the glass, right? So if your offense is a little better, you don't really have to like after after the make or miss. You know, guys. You know, Duncan's leaking out. Tyler's like they have guys that are leaking out to try to you know, get a little offense going because their half-court offense was so bad. And I think if you get a guy like Kyle or Lonzo or whatever point guard you get and a guy like Rudy Gay who can shoot, I think your offense just gets better. And if your offense is better, you don't have to, like, make it a priority to get out and run. You can kind of stay and have an extra body to crash the glass. It's just, it's all connected. So, like, if they address one of these issues, you see how it all kind of lifts together. So if they get a guy like, you know, I'm telling you, if they get if they get like a good quality starting point guard, and if they use part of the MLE on one of these Rudy Gays or Otto Porters or Nick Batum's or Jermichael Greens or whoever, and then you kind of use the rest with some like veterans that like you know give give these guys a chance, like these little like these little prove it contracts, you know, with your biannual and then the rest of your MLE, I think you're in good shape. You re-sign Ariza, who come off the bench. You re-sign Deadman. You keep Duncan Robinson, and then you if you keep Tyler as a trade piece. You know, now you're, you like have like things, you know, and you have Gabe Vincent and Max Bruce to eat some regular season minutes and you have, you can like legit get like a 10 man rotation. That's like pretty good. And then you get to the trade deadline and you see what you got to do right off. Like, I, I think it, it makes sense. Like, obviously the, the guys, they need to get the, the point guard, but the other stuff, like I, I can see the way that they can get there and they're going to be listen, competing for at least. Listen, if, if, if you're telling me we go into next season with a starting lineup of Kyle Lowry, um, Duncan Robinson, Jimmy Butler, Rudy Gay, and Bam Adebayo. I'm, ha- I'm not ecstatic, but I'm happy. But right? I don't, what do people want? Like, what is going to make? Because I saw the fan base like shitting on my Harrison Barnes. Like, thing. what is going to like? What is? What are the players that will make this fan base happy? I don't understand. I think if you if you if if you're talking like maybe like a if a Lowry, Sexton, Jimmy Butler, Jermichael Green, and a Bam starting lineup, something like that would make people would be ecstatic. I mean, you still have like like the shitty you know. Defensive backcourt, right? Because you have Colin and Duncan. No, yeah, I'm talking. I said Kyle Lowry and Colin Sexton. You have you have Lowry and Jimmy on, keeping, on the perimeter. Keeping Duncan in that scenario. You, I don't. I don't think you can. You keep Duncan in that scenario. It gets tough. I think it gets really if tough. If it, what's what's the moves that you're saying? You said Lowry. So you're doing a sign trade for Lowry. Sexton. You're bringing in Colin Sexton. You're not bringing in Love. You said. Or you're bringing in Love. I don't know. You, you probably you, have to take love at that point. If you're in love, you can't bring back Duncan. Right. If you just do yeah. straight up trade for Colin Sexton, then yeah, you what obviously can bring Smith in Duncan. In chat Colin says, Sexton is on a rookie sales contract. Smeathan says, gee, we shit on your Harrison Barnes take because we don't want you to feel happiness. <laughs> that is true. Honestly, he might be happy next week, a week from now. 
But Bro, if, I mean, Alf, if we get fucking Kyle Lowry, I'm busting out a fucking smoke machine. There's a parade down Kendall Drive. We're I'm gonna I'm going in my Honda Accord down Kendall Drive. I'll fucking live stream it. I'll be beeping. I'll be playing songs. I'll be playing the. I'll do a fucking thing down Kendall Drive if we get Kyle Lowry. I'm I'm doing it. Do a live stream from Dunn Airport. Yeah, yeah. I you the Pelicans thing is what has me concerned about Lowry. But not not too concerned because if they take Lowry, we can get Alonzo. So I think I think we're in good shape in, for the at the point guard position. But if we get Lonzo, I'm even more dead serious about getting Sexton because Lonzo is a score that Lowry is, and they need offense. They need someone to score. Um, and if we have to take love, we have to take love, you know. But because I, I don't think they're all for Sexton. Sometimes you just need a little love, Alpha. Sometimes you need a little, but how about if Love gets moved to a third team? Like we haven't talked about third team shit at all. Like, how about Love gets moved to, a, to Sacramento a for Harrison Barnes? How about that? I sound like Stu Gotts. How about that? So, I, how about that? How about that? Hmm? Well, that Brian. And you're you're sitting there with Lowry, wow. Sexton, Jimmy, Barnes, and Bam. I'm all for I, that. I got one up. better. I got one better. How about this? This is my my actually like my. Old prediction of the last season. I think Miami's going to trade Tyler Hero to OKC in a three or four team trade and use whatever picks they can get back for him, including using um, um, Tyler Hero as a way to also unprotect pick that efforts one three to win up some of those uh, picks. I they can make moves with Duncan Robinson and then using either Iggy's salary or Dragic's salary, and you probably probably have to include one other piece too. To to New Orleans and try to get Brandon Ingram that way. You think that's a lot for Brandon Ingram? You're talking about two first rounders, Duncan Robinson, and probably a, another asset that another team would have to send because the only thing with so um, doing a sign trade. I, I uh, do you, do you for, guys don't feel for, like the moves today would indicate that they want to keep him because what they did was they got rid of Bledsoe, they they brought in. You know, they, they got rid of Adams. They brought in they brought in Valanciunas. I think they want to get more shooty in their backcourt, right? And I, I think they just want to have the floor space for, for Zion. I, that kind of insinuated to me that they wanted to keep Ingram because it's not like they got a wing or anything, right? They well, got rid I of heard the, there, the problem. There's some reports that I heard that they're not, in terms of like their offense, they're not really happy with, at least Zion's not happy with Brandon Ingram because he needs the ball so much in his but hands. By the end of the season, he did have the ball. So if like somebody's not happy, it's Brandon. Because like by the end of the season, they were running. Yeah. It was all like, which is weird that they fired Stan. The once. fit the, makes it, I mean, honestly, like I feel like that fit should work because of the spacing. But I think in terms of what both those players want to do, they need the ball in their hand to kind of, be a playmaker on the team and they they don't they don't feel like they have the natural chemistry in order to make that work and i think what uh david griffin's really trying to do is he's trying to get players who can basically move off the ball like that's why he really wants duncan or even kyle because kyle's really good at dribble hand um, dribble handoffs too like they want somebody that can play off zion so that he has the space in order to drive and kick whenever he wants they're gonna have they're gonna have the firepower to get in like the Bradley Beal talk, the Lillard talk, all that stuff. Like we haven't even talked about the Beal rumors, so like that that's kind of floating because around. it's a waste of fucking time. Yeah, I mean, the, yeah. Uh, until like, we this is the realistic podcast. It's, um, I, I don't even see how they can get in that game. They don't, they just don't have the. There's no, they're not. They don't. They, they can't get in the. 
The only thing, if, if, if you're talking about trading heroes or the Pelicans opening up some picks, maybe that gets you in the Dame or Beal game, but I, I don't even see it because who, who are the players you're going to – like, this idea that everybody wants KZ and Precious, calm the fuck down, he Twitter. Like, nobody wants KZ they're and like Precious so, that They're bad. like so-so assets. They're not great assets. They're, they're, they're so throw-ins, so. and that makes the other fan base feel better. Like, look, we got younger. But no other GM is fucking drooling over KZ and Precious. Like, Jared I Allen guarantee. is an infinitely better asset than Precious, right? And Jared Allen was just, like, thrown away in that fucking Harden trade. He was, like, dumped into Cleveland's lap. And like, so this whole idea that you're gonna you're gonna throw Precious and KZ in with some with some second round picks and be in the game for bad well, for Dame or Beal or Hero's not gonna get you there. Like you don't have the draft capital for any of these guys. Um, so I like that's why I the, that's why the like Ingram- Brian's theory where you could send Hero for for your pick back and to remove protections and that way now you can trade any pick you want. My my idea is because obviously okay, so you want to do all that rounders. for Ingram? Get, get, just get one of their shitty first rounders back, open up the protections, so that then you can actually trade out some of your future picks, like the twenty twenty five pick, the twenty twenty seven pick, or you can do twenty twenty six, twenty twenty eight. You have a lot of different ways that you can trade your picks down the road. That opens up almost three or four first round picks that they didn't have before until. But do you do that for you do that for Brandon Ingram? No, but if if you're doing that, yes, you're doing would, that. You're 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 calling. You're calling Portland and you're calling Washington. You open up. Yeah, I think oh, yeah. I'm not sure every single round that you can you can do, but I think you do two first rounders and Duncan, and that becomes a really good trade package for someone like Brandon. Ingram's you fucking talent. give up the next ten years of your draft if you can get Bradley Beal in here with Jimmy Bam. I'm sorry. If you if you have to, of course. Fucking, yeah, I just don't. I don't know if you if you do a Duncan Duncan sign and trade. You're doing that just because you can't pay him. And then, uh, or if he's a part I don't know of it, like a deal for like a, a Beal or whatever, right? It's just like I don't know if I don't know. I don't. I don't. We. I mean, the chat can chime in. I don't know if two first round picks and and Duncan is worth is is Brandon Ingram worth that to you guys? Yes, absolutely. I, I, I mean, I, what's, what's I'm good not about a him fan is- of Bi, but like he like makes you better, and he's you know. You have a. Legit- but are you also getting Alonzo at that point, or well, Probably you're also not. getting Alonzo. Probably not. I'm talking no, and you can get Lowry with him. Hmm. But then basically, those are your two big moves besides your whatever you can get for the mid level. I just don't see. I, I know that the I know that the reporting's kind of been there on the Ingram stuff. I just I'd be surprised if they move him. It just to me, it doesn't make a lot of sense for them. But then you know, NBA is kind of crazy. Um, but the picks are just more valuable. Like if they can free up the picks instead of having Tyler, it's just so much more valuable because. Like when you trade a guy like like Hero, like especially when he has an extension in like two or three years or whatever, that GM now has like a timer on his job, right? It's like if this motherfucker doesn't work out, you're you're out of there, right? Because you know you just traded, you know we reset for this guy. If it's picks, you have so much more time, right? That's why GMs love picks. I get all the fucking picks. I need I need time. I need to see how this turns out. But I mean, OKC has so many fucking picks. Like to get a so I press maybe- smarter than us. Maybe Brian has a point that to get a guy like Tyler, they'd give up, you know, uh, some of the protection in the first round pick. And a shitty pick, because it doesn't even have to be Miami's pick, which would be like in the 18 or 17 or 20 or whatever. They can give him like whatever, I don't know, one of the Clippers picks. 
They have they have they have a Denver pick they can give up if they wanted to that they got back from Jeremy Grant. Pick. That's like shitty pick too. Yeah. So yeah, someone are- says none. Someone says none for a pick. I mean, who's signing trading for Kendrick Nunn? You can I, just sign him out. That's the thing I don't understand. Who the fuck wants Kendrick like that? No, I, bro. People are. I, I thought of one paid. destination. Kendrick's I thought of one destination. Who, where? I think the Clippers could be a possibility. Clippers could use Kendrick Nunn. I don't think he's better than Reggie. I mean, if you don't but want to pay Reggie, Reggie Jackson, Jackson. Might, might, yeah, he might be a little too overpriced for them. Yeah, that's such a downgrade. <laughs> Holy shit. But I, I, I don't think the Heat keep none. The Knicks all. are a team. I mean, no. the Knicks have a lot of guards. I, I don't think so either. It's, it's kind of. I think they're going to work to try to do a sign trade for him if they can. At I least they're going to try a sign trade one of him. Or I thought Denver you might know, be a place for Kendrick. You know what's a good question? And you guys, for you guys' predictions, who do you see from this year's roster? On next year's roster, other than the, Get, the two obvious ones, two outside of Bam and outside, Jimmy, outside of Jimmy and Bam, Deadman. Um, I think Deadman for sure. I think Ariza comes back. I hope Barry had the report that uh, the Heat are interested, so Barry put that out a little bit before we went yeah. live. I would love to say Dragic, but somebody said UD. Man, I don't want to. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There is a way for them to bring back Dragic on a mid, like if they don't take, if they don't obviously. Um, they need that money. Option. Wait, Brian, I don't want to cut you off. <laughs> uh, Tony though said, "Who do they target as backup point guard? McConnell. We need McConnell for the hangover time content. Oh my god, we I need. You, you know what? Content. Do you know what's going to happen to me? And because karma's a bitch, we're going to end up with Bobby Portis." TJ McConnell and Thanasis. I hope so. Like <laughs> that is going to be our bench unit. That mob of uh, Deadman. Oh my God! Think of the. Con- I mean, we as a, like as a podcast, as streaming. Like I'd fucking. I love am. That. Ro- I should be rooting for that. Like honestly, if I ever step back in that locker room, they'll probably jump me. <laughs> you can never go back. That injustice, because like now the report is is that Memphis that uh Memphis is not going to be able to keep Justice because of the salary move that they just made. So they're gonna not opt into his deal. So Justice will be a free agent. So just bring Justice too. What about Josh? Come home, King. Jo- is Josh a free agent? He's a play. He has a player option. He probably takes. It. Yeah, I mean, he ain't, nobody's gonna pay him. I mean, maybe he opts out and he comes home because he's unhappy. But I, I mean, that's a good team. That's a. I mean, he was Alf. He was so fucking bad in the playoffs. Like that, I was. You know, like, have you ever seen like your friend do something that they embarrass themselves, and you have like secondhand embarrassment? Like, embarrassment. Yeah. That's how yeah. I felt with Josh. It's like, oh damn, I'm so sorry, dude. <laughs> I mean, I just what happens every time I watch Justice Winslow play. <laughs> I don't anymore. That's why I I don't like. It's it like feels we, bad. It's like we we made a song for that motherfucker. Damn it, that song's a banger, dude. Devin Booker is but his Winslow is like Brass and Leaf absolutely killed it. That is, I mean, like Bucket Bros was good. Justice Better is like the magnus opus. That shit. Honestly, honestly, every time we make a song about somebody, they have a bad season afterwards. We gotta stop doing it. Yeah, no more songs. We're like the it's a reverse of the draft. We talk shit about a guy at draft night and then they're great. Let's make a song about Giannis. You heard him, Brass. Get on it. Um I'd like Josh back. I, I just don't think that's happening. Um this free agent class really year. fucking sucks. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, and, think- and a lot of this is like planetary shit. They might just have to keep on to Tyler until the... I mean, I think... Do you guys want to keep Tyler? Like, is that somebody you want to see on this team long-term, Alf? Um, 
I would, I'd be fine with it. Like it doesn't bother me either way. The only reason I want to see Tyler go is because he's your best asset and you need help. Like you, you need, the yeah, like you need, like we, I can't, we can't wait two or three more years for Tyler Hero to be a, you know, a high level NBA player. Like he's a good player right now. I mean, he, um, he was a, he was a contributing factor in a finals run. It's like, I don't want to talk. I don't was. want to shit talk to the guy. I listen, I, I, people, like I, I never say Tyler's trash. Like I don't, that's not my position. My position is the Heat need more than Tyler off. Tyler's the most valuable asset. So to get the help the Heat need, they most likely have to give up Tyler. And pe- some people like Hero and Sexton are are comparable. And to me, they are not. Not when what the Heat needs is somebody who could put pressure on on the other team's defense. We had nobody like you watched it. There was nobody on the Heat that consistently put pressure on the other team's interior defense. Nobody. And so what happened? So we ended up we ended up doing all of our actions around the perimeter because we had nobody that could break down a defense. Colin Sexton can do that. Tyler Hero cannot, right? Tyler Hero, it Tyler can get can. himself he can get himself buckets. He can operate in, in in small spaces. But I mean seeing the whole floor, like being I mean, the things Lonzo Ball can do compared to Tyler is like it's night and day. So the thing you need Tyler to get you the help that the Heat need, and that's not to say that he, that Hero can't help the Heat. It's just not enough. I was I was texting with uh, with our friend Leif at uh, Five Reasons uh, over the weekend, and we're talking about Hero, and I was like, man, it's like we called it because you know we we used to talk about this on the pod. It was like he came out, and we were kind of confused by the pick, and we you know we we've made our fun in our montages, but like once we really like got settled in and kind of got to watch him like in the pros it became really clear that he was Lou Williams-esque, right? He has, like, this unique bag where he he's a good shooter. He had a down year, but he's, like, he's a genuinely good shooter. He he can get to the pull-up in the mid-range. He can get to certain spots on the floor. He's a crafty finisher. He just can't get the separation, and he doesn't get to the free-throw line. So I was, like, he's, like, kind of like a Lou Williams, except without getting to the free-throw line as much because he doesn't really have that burst. He doesn't really – he has a change of pace. A dribble that I think is really good. I think he's really good at using screens. He's kind of like a slither in and a sl- like kind of like Wade, like Father Prime Wade. He was like really good at kind of getting in the seams and, and kind of working those angles. But he's just what he doesn't have is the ability to kind of create contact, to take contact, to finish over contact. And that's just gonna be like a limiter. He's not ever gonna be a good defender. He just doesn't have the body for it. Maybe he can get to a point. Like I think he's like a pretty decent like guy and like he'll make the right rotation. Right, like I thought Kendrick. It's funny because like he and Kendrick were both awful, but Kendrick was like dying on screens and like never make like. But he was like better on ball, and, but Kendrick would never make the right rotation. And Tyler was like so fucking shitty on ball and so shitty around screens. <laughs> but he would like make the rotations, and you see that in not the- all the time. No, what but like I'm just, like bro, I'm talking about like from an F to a D minus. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I'm like I'm like ty- like ty- they're you know they're playing the magic and Tyler's building a wall around the paint. It's like what are you doing? It's Evan Fournier. Like, go, like, go guard I mean, him. Listen, like, Team USA. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're going to learn today. Like, I mean, Tyler Tyler had a lot of brain farts defensively. And I, that's the thing. He's a growing young player. But to me, I'm like, you got to take advantage of Jimmy's window. Yeah. And like, that's why I want guys like Lowry, Lonzo, Brandon Ingram, Jermichael Green. Like, guys that are proven commodities and can play right now. Like, those guys want to see this game. So, what a fucking lion here is driving me nuts. By the way, the fly, we twitching and shit. Yeah, 
You didn't get it? No, I'm trying. On stream. On stream. <laughs> Did you get it? It's all these trash takes. They're attracting flies. No, I, didn't, I don't think so I got it. So, so you, so you, so you did not get it, is what you're saying. I got his ass. I'll, I'll, yep. Oh, you got his ass. Yeah. I okay. Good. Him. I'm. I'm. I'm glad. I. You know, I should have killed the show there. I think that's what you were trying to do. <laughs> With the trash take. Uh, Let me take. Oh wait. No, you want to take a question yeah, yeah. before we okay, go? Okay. Yeah. He's still moving. What you got, Brian? He's injured gravely. I, I'm just looking to see what people Ravi want. Says, if you guys have any other questions. Alpha want. I need you to say that we're going to have a horrible free agency, including undrafted free agency. I feel like there's no reverse jinx going in, so we got to use it to the heat's advantage. We are, I already did the reverse jinx. We are going to end up with TJ McConnell and Nas and Bobby Portis. So it's going to be TJ, TJ McConnell, uh, Butler. Uh, Doc, somebody Nas just sent this at the Nas's jersey shop on Twitter. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, Bobby Portis at the four and Bam at the five. There's going to be our free agency, and you might witness a live uh, suicide on, on hangover, hangover time. time as I shoot myself in the fucking face. Take me out, bro. Pretty sure we could kick off Twitch for that. 